0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another week at Faith Over Fear. Hope you guys had a good week. Last week we talked about loving your enemies, and I know that that is a hard topic to discuss in today's world, so I hope that last week encouraged you guys to do that. Um, Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say thank you to everyone who is Following our podcast, everyone who's following our social media platforms, I um I have to say I was pretty uh, I was humbled to see how many people across the globe follow Faith Over Fear. Um, like I said, through social media and through our podcast, we're actually in 20 plus countries um, across the world. So everyone who's listening across the world, um, I know there's some people in Mexico, Germany, in Africa, anybody across the world. I just want to say thank you, welcome. Thank you so much for following us. I really do appreciate it. Like I said, it's it's not about me, though. It's about furthering the kingdom. So anyone across the world listening to this, I just want you to know that this podcast, I hope, encourages you to dive into the Word, dive into Scripture, dive into worship, and live a faith out unapologetically and unashamedly. So like I said, I just want to say thank you to everyone across the world. It's very humbling to know that um, God can use me, not just here in the States, but across the world. So I just wanted to say thank you. This week we're gonna get into a little bit of politics and society. I know the last couple of weeks we've dove into the word a lot, and I just have to be honest with you guys. I know I said in the last couple of episodes my spirit's just really been rejuvenated in the last couple of weeks, um, watching the chosen and then diving into scripture and then I'm reading through scripture front to back for the first time this year, and I got back into the New Testament a few weeks ago, and so I've just I just feel rejuvenated. I really feel um, just, I just feel good in my spirit. I feel, I feel happy. I feel um, encouraged to to do the Lord's work. So, I hope all you guys um, can hopefully feel that from this podcast and from our um, our Facebook and Instagram. And I hope it encourages you guys, um, like I said, to do the same. So, getting into this week, we're calling it liars and tyrants, bureaucrats. Oh my! So, I know that it's a joke. Yes, I'm running off of the um, Wizard of Oz, and yes, I've got a couple posts out there talking about it and. Yes, it is a little funny, but um, on a serious note, I do want to address some of the things that are going on in our country, going on in society. I think that we are in a very, very pivotal point um, in history, honestly, and I think that the church and I think conservatives, I think Christians, believers, I think it's time that we begin to take the right steps to um, take back our um, institutions, take back our country, take back our government, and and do it, um, do it biblically and do it full of faith. So... Getting into this week's episode, I just wanted to start. There's been a lot of things um, in the last couple of weeks I've not touched on, but the first thing I wanted to talk about is there's a lot of a lot of new news circling COVID nineteen, circling the vaccines, the boosters, all that stuff. I've talked about it before in the past, and a couple of these topics. I don't really want to spend a lot of time on. I'm just going to kind of briefly highlight them. And then as usual, I'm going to encourage you guys, go look all this stuff up on your own. Don't necessarily trust CNN, Fox, uh, CBS, um, ABC, any of those major news outlets. I wouldn't necessarily trust those guys. I get a lot of my information from the Daily Wire. I encourage you guys, go look up um go look up information for yourself if you listen to cnn then go listen to fox if you listen to fox and go listen to cnn see what those guys are saying and try to get in the middle and and figure out you know try to decipher for yourself what what's right and what's um what's not so starting with covid19 i was listening to a podcast from charlie kirk he had a doctor on his podcast and they were talking about ivermectin and they said that there have been hundreds of studies now globally um, with ivermectin and how it um, combats COVID-19. And all of these tests across the globe are having a extremely high success rate in lowering deaths, lowering infections, and lowering hospitalizations. Um, in a lot of countries, a lot of studies, it was up to 92% effective. So if you guys remember, and, and the reason why we're talking about this, like I said, it's because of where our government at, is at. So I'm going to cover a uh, what, honestly, I believe is to be a lie. So for a long time everyone said ivermectin is, does not work, it's not viable, it's not a good option, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think one, if you actually listened to actual doctors and you actually went through and read studies like myself and a lot of other people, then you would have known that ivermectin actually did work. Um it wasn't a um it wasn't a horse pill like they were all all um all the net news networks were trying to get at. So um first of all, so they've been lying to us the whole time about treatments. And and now it's finally starting to come out. They're starting to find um, when you talk about vaccines, talk about boosters and all this stuff. And I know a lot of people don't want to talk about this. And if you're out there listening to this and you've had you've been vaccinated or um, I'm not here to bash anybody. This is not a I told you so. This is not a you shouldn't get out. That is I, I still think that you need to go seek medical Um, professionals on things like this. I'm just telling you, I've listened to doctors, I've listened to podcasts, and this is the information that is now being relayed to us, unfortunately not through the major news networks. So there's a lot of people starting to ask the question, are are vaccines um, having side effects? So there's a lot of people, and I know a lot of you, um, if you're into sports or if you, I mean, if you just pay attention to what's been going on, it seems like there's a lot of um, young people. um, A lot of people in general are dying from uh, cardiac arrest, dying suddenly, a lot of athletes, um, I've seen a lot of soccer players, football players, young kids um, in high school, in college, a lot of these athletes are just dropping dead and they can't explain it. And so my question is, is is there a link to the vaccine? But see, if you ask these questions and you get canceled, you get silenced, you get labeled um, a conspiracy theorist, you get labeled all these things. But here's the thing, doctors are now actually more and more coming out to talk about these things. And so they're finding a lot of blood clots. And and I encourage you guys to go listen to this episode on Charlie Kirk. This doctor can give you a lot more information than I'm about to give you. Um there's there's links from COVID-19, there's links from the boosters and all these things with long-lasting medical issues, cancer included. And again, I want to encourage you guys go look all this stuff up. I know I'm going kind of fast on this stuff, but I'm just wanting to touch base on it so I can explain to you how we're being lied to and how we're having um, misinformation given to us from our government and from our mainstream media and how we need to combat these things. And so continuing on with it. Um, the vaccines, like I said, I, um, my, grand, my grandma sent me an article. Um, I'd be more than happy to share it with anybody that wants to read it. They're saying that these vaccines are connected. The further the, the more boosters you get, the worse harm you actually have. Um, and they were connecting it to cancer. The doctor that was on Charlie Kirk actually um, connected the boosters to a um, higher rate of COVID. So the more further boosters you get, you're actually getting higher risk of getting the virus. So it's not really working the way that they thought it would work. And there's some places and I can't remember exactly where it was. I'll have to go back and and double check. But there's places all over the world that are starting to pull the vaccines for children. And so the one I want to say it was Australia. Don't hold me to that. But they were they've pulled it and are no longer giving it to kids five to 11. Now, that should that should that should be high alarm. That should be on every news channel across the world. Not again, not as an I told you so, but if it's detrimental to our children, then we need to know this. Newsmax this week also put out an article saying that companies are quietly rolling back their mandates on the vaccines. Why is that? Could it be because the Pfizer documents came out a few weeks ago and now we're starting to realize that all these um, studies to the vaccines, we actually knew that it was harmful to a lot of people, to pregnant women, to kids, to young people. Did we know that? And we just didn't want it to get out. I don't know. It's questions that I want to ask. But when you can't answer them, then that's when I come up to saying it's all about control and it's all about lying. See, they now Fauci's getting swept up in all this. And it was reported this week, and this again was on Newsmax. It said that he's getting brought up now ties to emails to Facebook about censoring certain information. Who is Dr. Fauci and why is he censoring anything on social media? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous that we've got these um, bureaucrats and these Uh, politicians who want to control everything that you see to the point where you don't see any of the bad. Now, here's my question is, is if you're being upfront honest, then why not just let information out? If you trust the information that you're giving to the American people, so what's on Facebook? So what on Facebook? So what on Instagram? There's stupid stuff going through social media every freaking day that's not real. What difference does it make? Social media is not a main source of information anyways. If you're getting your information from Facebook, then I don't know what to tell you, so now he's getting swept up in it, and I say all these things because I want to encourage you guys with this what we're being told in our from our our government from our media outlets, social media outlets is not truthful. We cannot trust these people anymore and I know I've talked about this before, but we can't because they're not giving us factual information they're withholding information because it's all about control. see now I'm going to go into more of the government side of things. And what I believe is our government has gotten too big, too powerful. The forefathers didn't imagine a government like this for our, for our country. They are corrupting our corporations, all of our institutions, academics for kids They're They are infiltrating all of it and changing all of it. And not for the good, not for the good at all. And for example, There's been a lot of stuff going around with these kids who are mutilating themselves. 12, 13-year-old girls having mastectomies, double mastectomies. Boys going to girls. You're doing these things on kids as young as 12 and 13. That is ruining them for the rest of their lives. These kids will never have, if they get to, let's say they do it at 13 and at 20, they realize it was a mistake. There's no reversing it. You've damaged yourself for the rest of your life. And the thing is, these kids who are like that, they need help. They need prayer. I agree. They do need help, but it's not through that. See, the people that are in control right now do not have our best interest in mind. And to continue on, there's a couple other things I want to get to this week. And I know there's a lot of information that we're talking about here, but and and I'm going to try to get it out as quick as I can, as fast as I can. So the next thing I want to talk about is the... Is the um, fascination with Trump. The left wants to get Trump so bad they can't stand it. But it's all been lies. It's one lie after another lie after another lie after another lie. And my question is is when do we just as the American people come up and say, "You know what? We're tired of this. We're done with you guys. Enough is enough." The Russia hoax from 2016, lie. We know it's a lie. Actually, Hillary Clinton started the lie and nothing has happened to her or her campaign. They won't even touch her wiretap the White House when Trump was in there. Oh, no one talks about that. No one wants to talk about that, you know, because it's a lie. Everything that you see about that they come out with Trump is practically a lie. Because that's what our career politicians do, you know, during the uh, Obama years with Benghazi and having having Americans killed and left behind. Yes, that happened. Did anything happen? Were there any repercussions from it on on political uh, from a political opponent here? No. Clinton had 30. What was it? 33000 emails on a private server when she was secretary of state. She wasn't even president of the United States and she had it. The information was compromised. And so then she deletes it all. And we know that it happened. So comparing that to what happened to Trump. So we're trying to get Trump on this whole, you know, classified, not classified, nuclear, whatever it is. All of this stuff that's come out about him, it's all a lie. First of all, the president has power to declassify any information they want. Now, how does that process work? I don't know. But I can't tell you how many people I've listened to to say that Trump has declassified this information and he had it. Obama did it. The Clintons did it. Or Clinton did it. The Bushes did it. All of our presidents do this. They have the power to do so. But do you know who doesn't have the power to do so? Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, but did it anyways. Was her home raided? No. Was anybody part of her, or close to her? Um did their houses get raided? No. They're saying now that 35 of Trump Trump's allies' homes have been raided now. So what you're seeing in and from career politicians is they are weaponizing the DOJ, the FBI, all of these institutions to come after Americans who don't agree with them. That that's what it is. That is what it is. You know, another thing. The 2020 election, the FBI tampered with it. Known fact now. Zuckerberg comes out on the Joe Rogan podcast and said that the FBI came to him and told him to suppress the Hunter Biden story before the election. The next day, the FBI comes out and says, yeah, we do things like that. That is tampering with an election. 78% of people polled said that had that story got out, Joe Biden would have never won presidency. Because a lot of them wouldn't have voted for him. Because he's corrupt, along with all of our other career politicians. It is a corrupt government that just wants their power. And they'll do anything they can to keep it. Going into Biden, the big guy. He lied about the Hunter Biden laptop. He lied about his involvement with his foreign business He's lied about all of it. Yet now we know that Joe Biden was a big guy. We know that Joe Biden was getting 10% kickback while he was VP, while he held one of the highest offices in the United States government. And we know it. Lied about it. Has, has his home been raided? Has Hunter Biden's home been raided? I don't think so. The corruption is deep. You look at Nancy Pelosi. That woman lies every time she opens her mouth. She lies about inside trading with her husband. And it's funny, how all these, all, it's funny how all these politicians, they know what's going to happen in the market and they can make millions off of it. It's amazing. That's a disgrace what we're seeing in our country from our government. And the last thing I want to touch on is how they're turning the DOJ against parents in this country. I'm a father of three. I've got two boys in the um, public school systems right now. We've got a niece there. I've got nieces and nephews that are going to go through. I've got a daughter that's going to come through the public school system, maybe, if we don't pull them out first. They're sticking the DOJ on parents who disagree with their agenda and labeling them domestic terrorists. It happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. And I encourage you guys to go look up what happened there last year when the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the attorney general all went red because the left allowed a transgender boy. A boy who supposedly, quote unquote, was transgender. It was a boy who wore a skirt so he could get into the girl's locker room and bathrooms. Raped two different girls in 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 the school. The school board knew it transferred schools and then he did it again. And when it was found out, the dad was irate and, they, and the dad who was irate was the one that the police tackled and tried to arrest. And then Merrick Garland comes out and says that any parent at a school board that speaks out against this stuff is a domestic terrorist this is absurd it's absurd we are going so far they're changing the kids acad- academics they're changing kids entertainment you can't watch anything now without having a transgender or a homosexual couple in a kids movie or TV show it's ridiculous it's children's entertainment they should not be they should not have any exposure to that yet my kids are six and five. There should be no exposure to that. The Daily Wire came out with an article, and I shared it on my Facebook page about how there's certain um, there's certain education systems that are encouraging parents to let their kids watch them have sex for sex ed. And yes, you heard me correct. They are encouraging parents to allow their children to watch them have sex. So that they can learn. That is perversion at the highest level. I can't think of anything that is more perverse than that. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're perverting our children's education, they're perverting our children's entertainment, and enough is enough. If you're listening to this podcast, and I encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, be bold. Share this episode, share this information that I'm getting out, and don't apologize for it. It's about protecting our children, protecting our country, and protecting our beliefs and our innocence as children and as a country. And that's just a few things that that is going on in the country right now. There's a lot more. But I say all of these things because I want everyone to know what's going on in the country, first of all. But number two, I really want to tie it in. To last week's episode. All of these things are happening in our country. There's no debate on it. And I don't agree with any of it. I don't like any of them. I don't. I don't like what they're doing to our kids. But I have to. I have to live by scripture. And scripture says that. Even God wants them. To find the truth. And so I'm here to tell you that. Even though all of these. Crazy satanic things are going on in our country And in our, in our leadership and in our politics Pray for them I want to read First Timothy 2, 1-4 I read it last week I want to read it again It says I urge then, first of all That petitions, prayers, intercession And thanksgiving be made for all people For kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior. And here it is, verse 4, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Guys, we have to pray for our leaders and people in authority. We have to pray for them. We need to intercede for them and let God move, let the Holy Spirit move. That's what we've been charged to do, biblically speaking. And so I want to encourage you all these guys uh, to all of you guys. I'm not saying that you have to like these people. I'm not saying that you have to vote for these people. I actually think the exact opposite elections are coming up November. And I think that as a believer, as a Christian, I think that you need to find the candidate most closely aligns with your biblical beliefs. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I've said this before, and and I hope I'm not hurting anybody's feelings. I'm just being honest. I'm being truthful. I'm being, I'm saying what I think needs to be said. There is not in, to my knowledge, there's not a democratic candidate who does not stand with biblical standards. If they're for abortion, if they're for homosexuality, if they're for the LGBTQ, if they're for all of these things that are happening in our education systems, then they're standing in direct opposition of the word of God. And we as believers have got to stand up, fight back and pray. It's time that we pray for these people because they need it. At this point, the only thing that can fix their hearts, the only thing that can come in and change them is God and the Holy Spirit. And so I want to encourage you guys this week. I know it, this is a little bit longer episode, and I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to go this long, but I just want to encourage you guys. Pray for those in leadership and believe that the Holy Spirit can change them because he can. I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. If you like what you hear, um, I want to encourage you guys, please leave us a review. Give us five-star rating on um, wherever you're listening, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. When you do these things, it helps spread the podcast, and it helps us grow our audience and, and further the kingdom. So I appreciate it, guys. Find us on Facebook, Instagram. And like I said, if you like it, share it with your family and friends. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week.